Good afternoon, Jamie. Keith, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Just battling with the the usual audio issues that are involved with recording a podcast and working with computers and stuff. You should record a podcast with somebody that's like a professional video caster. Instead, I, of uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that uh, that changes the the dynamic a little bit if we're if we're too professional there. It just brought up the the differences between you and I, where I strongly value things being plugged in. And uh, you really like being wireless, and that's Dude, you really never know. Things. You never know when somebody's going to break into your house. You need to run. You don't want to be strapped down. That's true. Actually, you know what's really funny is my headphones are the only thing that like have me strapped down. They totally have a breakaway in the middle of it, You're so dead. like it would definitely come detached, and I would still have my headphones on. You're dead. You have ninjas coming through your chimney. Here. I'm I'm probably screwed. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know that it's because of my wires. I think it's probably because I'm too slow. It might be because they're ninjas too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm too slow for a ninja. If it had been something slower uh, and less deadly, then maybe I'd be okay. But (laughs) anywho, hypothetical situations like uh, ninjas coming in like Santa Claus aside, uh, things are going pretty okay. But uh, yeah. We've got some stuff to talk about today, some some a little bit sad stuff, and then some uh, stuff that's just completely unrelated. So uh, yeah, you want to start with the sad stuff? You can start Uh, with the sad stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll. It's all you know. Is it? I always get this phrase wrong. Is it downhill or uphill? I always say downhill is like a bad thing, but then I guess if you climbed the hill, coming down is the easy part. So I always get the phrase wrong. Yeah, like when you go sledding, you want to go downhill. Yeah, I know, but. If something, if you're doing something, is something going downhill the bad thing? So I don't know. I'm going to have to okay. look the phrase up and learn later. But either way, hey, we're going some direction on a hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hills and stuff. Let's start with the the sad thing, and that is that I'm going to not be working on Chronic anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least, yeah. And that's really actually not a big difference from what it was, you know, weeks ago. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, really, nothing has changed. I kind of saw this coming, um, and I was actually, before you told me, I was going to reach out to you and, and see what your feelings were. I think that's something we probably should have done on our calls, but um, yeah, you, uh, you've you got other priorities, which is, which is uh, totally uh, respectable. Yeah, and I think it, because for a long time, I'd been not productive on chronic and I was sort of checking it up for a while. Like, Oh, we had a baby. I'm freaking exhausted all the time. That's just how life is right now. I'm just sorry. I can't muster up the, my productivity and focus. And then the more I kind of came around to it, the more I was running, I think I just am not really that motivated about the project anymore. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's because I'm tired. I think it's because there are just other things that are kind of taking my attention that I just, you know, want to to have take my attention and a a lot of that is just having a baby i spend a ton of time with eden and that kind of limits my ability to uh to work on things but then that had like a weird vicious cycle of guilt that i wasn't working on chronic that then made Mm -hmm. me like not want to work on chronic and you know it just kind of spiraled out of control a little bit and then the other thing that sort of made it uh chronic less of a priority to me is that it wasn't something that was going to currently scratch an itch for me anymore just because I changed Mm -hmm. how I work. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that became uh, a bit of an issue. So yeah, I'm going to not be working on the project um, really directly 
anymore unless you need some help pairing on something or whatever or and the deployments and stuff are all something that i kind of own so i need to go and write up a lot of documentation on that stuff or figure out if uh it's going the right way if it's going to be maintained by somebody other than me yeah this is also like a, a side effect of like not shipping right like it's not if, if you don't ship you know i've been in jobs where places just loaded with talented developers and they all left because like everything was in perpetual beta and like nothing shipped and no feedback. And mm-hmm. that gets your um, adrenaline going to ship more stuff. So uh, I also think it's a, a failure from, from my side as well to start shipping and, and getting this place, this app to a, to a place where it could be. Um, but regardless of that news, um, I am, I personally am going to continue working on chronic cause it's mm-hmm. a problem that I'm very passionate about. And it's an application that I want to see exist in the world. Um, every day I wish I had it. So I'm still excited and still pumped to work on it. It's it's still really ambitious for just myself. So I do have, mm-hmm. I am looking for other co-founders. Um, and I'm not ready to talk about that yet, but um, uh, I am looking to to not work on this by myself. So. Uh, although I am going to con- continue that until I find somebody, I'm, I'm uh, <clears throat> I am going to work on, on looking for those people, and I'm looking for maybe a different set of type of people as well. I'm not I'm not too sure I, I need another developer on it. Uh, that makes sense to me. I think having a more diverse team would be helpful. Like you and I yeah. have, we have virtually the same skill set, right? Yeah. Uh, there's some differences in there in the sense that you have a better design eye than I have. And I have deployment skills that have not really come into, <laughs> into much use other than me making a lot of really complicated stuff that, uh, mm-hmm. because there just nothing exists uh, quite like it that is ever talked about. So it's really hard to find things about it online. But yeah, so with those exceptions, right? You and I have had almost entirely overlapping skill sets. Yeah, and I want Chronic to be um, less utilitarian and more of game mechanics, um, mm-hmm. just nice to use, fun to use, people looking forward to it, to using. So I maybe, uh, you know, I'm still thinking and processing, and maybe as another developer and designer, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think I'm maybe leaning more towards like a designer of, type person uh, i don't know though yeah. uh, i don't know yet so. makes sense to me yeah um but as far as the podcast is concerned we talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. and we are still both of us still going to to work on on the podcast yeah i actually it's one of those funny things i'm more enthusiastic about the podcast now that i don't have chronic looming over me because it was mm-hmm really the thing that would make me want to cancel the podcast each time. It's like, mm-hmm. oh crap, I didn't work on chronic. So I know I got to And you know, it was more just in that perpetual guilt cycle that I had kind of been in for months. Yeah. That's not good. That's not a good place to be. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm without that. It's like, okay, cool. And this can be like an accountability call. And if you think about a standup, most of the time you don't have a standup with people who are all on the same team necessarily working on exactly the same things, if that makes sense. Like, or I guess maybe I have been in situations like that before, but if I think back to like square mouth, like there were 10 of us or whatever that would do a standup and we would be, uh, you know, working on different projects. And we would still like say like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Here's what, and then we could go and help each other out or answer questions, even if we weren't on the same team, just to get that outside perspective. And so I kind of like that. And that also 
adds a little bit of freshness to this because you and I won't be talking about chronic necessarily, probably uh, in back channels. So when we get to talk about it in here or when we get to talk about mm-hmm. whatever it is that I end up working on, it'll be completely fresh. So it'll be spontaneous mm-hmm. conversation rather than like us reiterating the things that had happened over the two weeks that both of us already knew. Yep. So and, I'm um, kind of excited for that. Yeah. And it might be an opportunity to, to bring on like, if I do find somebody else or, or you're working with somebody else, we can bring on other people. And then the other thing I want to do with this podcast that we've talked about doing before, but for reasons you already mentioned about not working on chronic and, and that guilt, like I want to make this really a more focused venture. Um, like a lot of times what would happen is, oh, shoot, we got a podcast to do in one hour. Let me write some things down that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm going to be focusing on it more. It's going to be more in the front of my mind and writing and, and, and preparing for the podcast throughout the week or few weeks. And then always like always doing this podcast, whether it's mm-hmm. like, you know, before we would text each other, oh, crap, I, you know, I have this thing to do. And we wouldn't think about the podcast until, you know, later yep. an hour before. So I want that to be more of a, uh, more of a, a forethought. Um, and I think, I think we're both down for that. So that'll be yep. cool. Yeah. I think, uh, if we move the podcast to be an immovable object, uh, with the exception of like, if we literally need to reschedule it because like, we just can't record that time, but we had intended on recording it at that time. Like if we need to shift it a couple hours or record on a slightly different day because like just scheduling conflicts, like your kids have something going on. I have something going on with family or whatever on the Saturday morning. We are both pretty uh, structured people. Like we have mm-hmm. calendars for these things. We yeah. should be able to see these things more than an hour in advance. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do a, a better job of doing that. But yeah, I'm going to use this as my deadlines for whatever it is that I set out for myself. So I'm going to actually use these as sprints. So over the course of the next two weeks, I want to do X and my deadline for that is going to be next time we record. That's my current plan. Nice. And then we also got a sponsor. Uh, so this uh, week's uh, is brought to you by Casper. Um, I'm just joking. I didn't yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I didn't uh, know about this for our 40 listeners. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, exactly. I don't think my mom listens to this. So. No, my mom doesn't even know I do this. So uh, cool. Uh, so that's exciting. Also sad. Uh, but uh, it'll be cool. It'll be nice. Um, Chronic will not die. No, Chronic will live on as an idea yeah. and yeah. Uh, as a product. <laughs> Sorry, I said that and then I was like, whoops, that, uh, that wasn't quite right. But no, uh, you, you will actually probably gain quite a bit of momentum without me getting in your way. Um, so uh, That's not true, but um, you never got in my way. Well, no, I mean, I literally did on like peer review and stuff. Like I, <laughs> it would just not happen oh, yeah. sometimes. So I just, like, I'm just going to merge this. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. two lines, two line change. I'm just going to spend sitting there for like two weeks. I'm just going to merge this. Yeah. I'm just going to, I mean, that's how it was for a lot of the stuff I worked on. It would just be like, it's the Mac app. Jamie doesn't yeah. know anything about this Mac app. I'm just going to merge it myself. <laughs> I'm not even going to send him a VR. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, so you want to talk about, uh, well, I can talk about kind of what I've been working on the chronic plan. So yes. Yeah, let's do that. Cause I've been working together. Uh, oh, I guess I, I do know some of it. Yeah. But refresh. So me. <clears throat> yes. So, Last time we talked, uh, I've been still working on Active Backgrounds, which is the background trans, trans, uh, uh, transmission thingy that I've been uh, working on, speaking of making Chronic more of like a game. And basically the idea was simple, like uh, create this app, downloads an, uh, a random image from Unsplash, and then 
uh, creates these stages. Uh, and the stage is basically a blurred version of that image that progressively unblurs as time goes on. And we had to, I wanted to do this on the server because every time I tell people this, they're like, why don't you just put it on the client? The reason it's not on the client is because the clients we're going to have, I'm going to have, I remember staying, I, I'm going to have uh, a lot of uh, different clients and I don't want to re-implement the same blurring techniques in Swift as I would in JavaScript as you would in whatever X platform. So that's why it's on the server. And so I built this thing and it worked well, it worked fine until we put it on Docker and put it in production and it would crash it every time. And the reason it crashed it uh, was running out of memory uh, because we are trying to run in parallel 16, 17, sometimes 30 instances of image magic to, to blur the image. Yeah, it turns out that's heavy. Actually, it's there's, there's yeah. quite a, we need quite a bit of RAM to do that. Quite a bit of RAM and we could do it, but A, it would be expensive as hell because we mm -hmm. could have all these distributed nodes everywhere and that just seems very expensive. And I don't know how to like scale that, nor do I want to scale this. You know, it's just simply displaying images. You know? Yeah, it's unfortunate because you have to scale both horizontally and vertically to yeah. uh, accommodate exactly. that amount of workload just because exactly. the sheer amount of CPU or, I mean, the alternative, you could probably do it if you had like a um, a node that you're deploying this stuff on that has a dedicated GPU of some mm -hmm, kind. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you could probably do it with that just because mm -hmm. it would have enough RAM. The GPU would make things calculate a little bit faster. It um, Or we could use uh, something that's not image magic. Like image magic is basically like Photoshop on the command line. It's huge. Yeah. It yeah. takes a lot of memory just to spin up. Um, so you might be able to do it without image magic, but then I don't want to write that. Uh, I don't want mm -hmm. to research that. So I was talking about this problem and my, my back, I was going to actually just implement this on the client. I was like, eh, I really don't know. Um, and I was talking to a buddy of mine and he's like, well, why don't you just use ImageX? And I was like, well, I know about ImageX. Like I know that the power is unsplash. Um, and I thought, I didn't know really it was like uh, like a, a dedicated service. I thought it was just more of like uh, something that you could self-host. Mm -hmm. Turns out I was completely wrong. Uh, but what ImageX allows you to do is basically add some parameters to a URL on a photo. And they have a Gaussian blur parameter. And you can just basically say blur equals 200. And it blurs it really quick. Um couple other things image magic does first of all image magic powers unsplash so unsplash has you mean ImageX. dang it yes thank you image x it's okay image magic probably powers image x i don't so. know because it's really fast anyway image image x powers unsplash so on unsplash you can add like all these parameters and really all they're doing is offhanding that to image x so that's a good thing um the other thing that ImageX does is it caches the image. So after it blurs it in real time, the first time it'll cache that image with those parameters and it'll just serve up that image really, really fast. Nice. The third thing is we don't have to store those images. Like they're not on RS3, uh, each stage of those images. So let's say one Palm Maduro had 17 stages. We'd have 17 images on our servers on S3 and we don't have to do that anymore. So the way ImageX works is you sign up for an account and you can sync various types of, of things. And one of those things is S3. 
So, and I may be able to even just proxy into Unsplash, but right now what I'm changing Active Backgrounds to do is download the image from Unsplash like it did before, store that original image in our S3 bucket, and then serve up URLs with the correct uh, parameters to blur it, and those all hit ImageX, ImageX's servers. Awesome. Yeah. So that like simple, like just talking to people, man, is like really helpful. So that little mm-hmm. like thing is like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. So that is what uh, I'm, I've been working on all morning, uh, kind of converting that over. I did a test like on the client side to make sure, you know, just a manual test um, to make sure it would serve them up fine. And, and it works, works pretty well, man. So uh, I'm hoping to have all that done, the whole active backgrounds and stuff done today. So uh, nice. I did, I did some work over the week to, to kind of get it ready for the API call for active backgrounds. And now I'm working kind of on the Elixir active backgrounds app to serve those up. This sort of brings something to mind that I'm curious if you think about it, but uh, do you think that you or I suffer from a like not invented here syndrome? Sometimes. Yes. Uh, uh, all the fucking time. Now, yes, I do with projects that I work like side projects I work on. I, mm-hmm. try not, I don't do that with, with clients a lot, but, um, yes, I do. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the same boat and a little bit of mine is I'm just such a penny pincher that, uh, a lot of times I opt not to pay for a service. So I'm like, Oh, I think I could build that thing or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm that guy. That, that costs you more money in the Oh yeah, no, like this is going to be so cost effective for you. It's like oh, kind of yeah. ridiculous. Like just looking at it in terms of what we had been trying to do with deployments, I was like, all right, well this was we're working on S3 is going to have to serve up a bunch of stuff over time. This, you know, $10 droplet that I was trying to deploy this thing on isn't going to be able to handle much traffic at all because of the uh, image magic processes that are going to be deployed. Mm-hmm. Um, like just all of those things are kind of like, this is one that is a, just an absolute no brainer. I honestly had forgotten that ImageX existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I heard about it one time from like an ad on the software development weekly or mm-hmm. podcast or something like mm-hmm. that, but had never actually looked into it. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wonder how many projects that I've tried to ship that if I had just been willing to f- shell out like 20 bucks, uh, I would have actually shipped the project versus I tried to build all sorts of stuff uh, from scratch when it was like, oh, there's like entire development teams dedicated to building this thing that I can totally leverage for, you know, effectively nothing um, that can, you know, potentially lead to, you know, more income in the application that I'm going to be deploying. And that's just a, uh, it's one of those things that's kind of been just in the back of my brain, like, I need to really get past that. Like, it doesn't matter if I build it, right? I like writing code, but that is not the end goal. Code is not the thing. The thing is whatever ends up in the hands of the user. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this will be nice, man. Uh, and I may be able to even get the um, that middle uh, layer of S3 out as well. So it mm-hmm. might literally just cost whatever I don't even know what ImageX costs. To be I looked at the pricing and I was like, oh, this is totally fine. Like, yeah. this is not going to be bad at all, especially since it has a built-in CDN. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the biggest worry you're probably going to have is that you would accidentally serve up too large of images. And so you would go through your, um, like your CDN transfer cap more quickly and have to pay more money for that, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get more bandwidth. But I'm like, I really think you should be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Well, and the funny thing there is, since you know you mathed out the number of stages that can like potentially be a value for a running timer of you know X length. I did, and I did, but I also that's another thing with this too. We can have more of those stages, so more of a progressive feel. Because mm-hmm. the old calculation was really low, like 17 for, you know, images over mm-hmm. a 25 minute Pomodoro wasn't really like you didn't see the full effect. Now with this, we can maybe transfer more, but I'm still going to start at the low end and, and maybe go higher. But yeah. well, and the beautiful thing there is you don't even have to have it like get processed for uh, you could pick 60 images from Unsplash, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say for these 60 images, go create 30 stages. And then you can just pick an image when a particular timer is loaded up, basically, mm-hmm. or when something needs an active background, it can pick one of those things and then just go through the stages as needed. Yep. And that's awesome because you can you can do all that stuff in advance. And then you're just like pointing to a, a URL on a CDN somewhere. That's like literally yep. all it's going to take. And that's pretty sweet. Yep, yep, yep. And then you can be like, oh, well, I've consumed these images too many times. I need to add more to the rotation or whatever. But a certain number of those things. And like you figure Mm -hmm. if somebody gets a repeated image, it's not a big deal if it's over a long enough course of time, right? If they're Mm -hmm. like, they Mm -hmm. don't see the same image for a week and they're using timers all the time, then that's probably not that bad. Like if they see the same image, that's fine. Especially if they're all like good looking. Most things don't have like, I have unlimited valid looking, you know, good looking background images that I'm going to show you forever. Uh, And that's just like kind of not necessary, I think. So um, the other thing I wanted to chat with you about this is our first uh podcast of the decade mm-hmm. snuck snuck that in uh so uh like everybody does or a lot of people do i want to talk to you about resolutions for the upcoming year um okay so i don't know do you want to chat about that uh yeah i don't really uh i hadn't actually prior to you saying this i hadn't thought about like these are my resolutions or whatever mm-hmm. and then i'm like ah crap i sort of have a couple that are there that are things that i'm working on but they actually don't correspond to it being the beginning of the year they correspond to like uh my schedule has freed up in such a way and uh holiday season's over and stuff like that but uh one of them for me is definitely just being healthier again so like uh eating habits sleeping habits exercising um posture has been a big thing for me uh, recently mm. um those things needed to kind of change and a little bit of that and it's like dude having a kid wrecked me like i have never been out of shape like you should I talk to right your, you should talk to your wife mm-hmm. yeah she she had it much worse than me but uh <laughs> but i'm just like it totally killed me like i've been up since 3 40 today yeah um and, but I'm like, then I run into situations where it's like, dude, how am I, I'm not even carving out enough time for me to, uh, to exercise and such a way, but I'm like, and that makes me objectively worse at everything that I do. When's the last with, time you like exercised? Oh, actually it was two, two days ago or whatever. Well, like, um, like before you prior you came, to that, yeah. oh dude, I bet it had been four or five months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, you just feel it, right? Like mm-hmm. it changes your self-confidence changes. Like I'm, I'm more overweight than I've ever been. And I've never been a big dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but like stuff like that has been really bugging me. So I've been really conscious about like scheduling things around and changing how I've been, um, sort of eating throughout the day and stuff like that to make myself feel a little bit better and have a little bit more energy so that there's less of an excuse for me not to exercise. What do you, when are you exercising? Like when do you try? Um, right now I'm actually exercising after I put Eden to bed at night. 
Uh, so it's usually in like the 7 p.m. hour. But the other day I did that and then I couldn't fall asleep, which was unfortunate. Do you, ex- do you exercise at home or do you exercise? Yeah, yeah. We have an, like an elliptical in the basement and stuff. So I can, can go down there and bust out in half hour cardio. I need to do strength stuff. But uh, I'm like, right now, I just need to get my blood pumping, kind of get myself mm-hmm. um, back to moving and get the endorphins flowing again, I guess. So that's that's one of my things. And then uh, the other things that I've kind of been working on is I would really like to um, get back to sharing things that I know or things that I'm learning with uh, the public, if that makes sense. So I like I want to, um, you know, blog more uh, if if possible, I'd love to create public facing videos if, if I can make that a, a feasible thing and kind of get those sort of things going on, just because that gives me a creative outlet more than just creating courses uh, in my day to day does. Mm-hmm. But that is a different can of worms in a sense, like because I that that like could potentially conflict with my work. So there's stuff that I have to some some things that I have to work through with that. So that's like a potential one. That's one that I would really love to do, but I don't know if it's going to be possible for me. But one, then the final one that I have, um, is actually, I just want to focus and like master some things this year. A lot of times I've been learning one thing and then that leads me to a different thing. And I partially learned that thing. And so six partially learned things later, I don't feel like I really have a great grasp on too many of the things that I had been wanting to dig into. So this is going to kind of be the year of elixir for me. I want to, uh, really just nail it. Like I want to, you know, devour everything I can and put it to use as quickly as I can so that I can truly understand what I'm doing with Elixir and, uh, you know, processes and OTP. And I have working. a project that's perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I got to I got to find one that I feel like working on. And there's something about it, man, which well, the, I think part of the problem with uh, Chronic in that sense is like a lot of the Elixir stuff for Chronic is kind yeah, of flushed out. At the moment. <laughs> right. Um, so. So yeah, that's kind of my thing there too. But then I also want to do uh, some more, we we have incentives through work to kind of get certifications and things. Like right now I'm working on a Python uh, certification, one, because I'm creating a course for it, but two, because um, you know it's something I can add to my resume and, and this and that. So I think I'm actually going to uh, try to get some certifications and things that I think would be particularly useful for me as a person who's interested in deploying applications and doing those kind of things. Um, there are a lot of like their Docker certifications and Kubernetes certifications that I think I want to dig into quite a bit. Hmm. Awesome. But yeah, so that's me right now. Most of it is uh, not production of things. It's more um, kind of learning and going from there. But eventually I would like it to turn into some content production stuff. Nice. How about you? Uh, yeah. So one of the things I don't do anymore <laughs> is resolutions. Uh, I, I have goals, but more of the things I think about like at the beginning of the year, just which is some random ass time that everybody thinks about this shit um, mm-hmm. is habits. So I read the book Atomic Habits from from James Clear. Uh, I don't know if you've read that, but I have not. It's a really easy read. It's I highly recommend it. Although it took me because of my habits, it took me like two months to read it. Anyway, <clears throat> so I'm I'm more concentrated. I have like goals. Like I know what I want to do. Uh, I want to ship Chronic. Um, I want to ship another thing. <laughs> And like you, I also want to do a lot of education, um, mostly because uh, I want to, you know, and and when you're freelancing and consultant, the biggest value that you can do for yourself is to make you, um, that you're an expert in stuff, like like Mm -hmm. put out stuff to to have other 
people know that you're an expert in stuff. And that's what I do with talks. But I, I also want to share a lot of the knowledge, like you said. And so I have some plans for that. But I'll talk more mostly about my habits that I want to do. Uh, one of the things I, that I've found is really helpful is working at least one hour before I have to get my daughter to school. So I have to wake my daughter up at 730 to get around the bus at um, 830. So between like 730 and 830 in the morning, I'm super busy with her. You know, we we chat, we play, we like make her breakfast and shit like that. So I want to be able to work an hour before that time. Because what happens is after she goes to, to school, you know, I chill out for a half hour and then I start work. And then by the time I'm done with my client work, I'm, I hardly feel like working a lot. You know, I always say, oh, I'm going to go chill with my family. I chill with my family and then I, I don't feel like working again. So I know that an hour doesn't sound like a lot, but it's better than nothing, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'd be going days and days and, and chronic. Uh, I wasn't working on it. So, uh, that's one of the big things I want to do. Um, let's see, I have the standard, you know, workout. Uh, I've been pretty, pretty good, uh, except the month of December, but I've been pretty good at, at working out at least twice a week. And I go, I have to go to a gym at a class. I do like a, uh, high intensity interval training class. Um, because if I like just go to a gym or go run on a treadmill, I'll be doing, I'll be going through the motions, but it won't be, it won't be helping me. So mm, gotcha. I like, I need to go to a, a spot and I have a spot. So, um, and two times a week doesn't sound like a lot. I want to up that as time goes on, but I'm gonna, it's also high intensity interval training and that, like, yeah, you get a lot done in a short amount of time for those. Yeah, you can. And also with my, I have no knees left. Um, from, so it, it's hard for me to do that two days in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also working on that, but, um, yeah, you're getting new knees. Uh, no, I, I've been seeing a specialist and I've found out what the issue is and I have, exercises oh, nice. and shit, that's good. So, yeah. There's nothing I can do unless I want to have surgery and it's not that at that point where I need to have surgery. So there's cool. other shit I can do. Um, also I like, if I don't work out, like I, man, I've become a dick. Like, <laughs> you need to get your aggression out. I need to, like, well, you just feel so good after working out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard. We work out. I work out with my wife and we work out at uh, 5 a.m. So we have to get up at like 4.15 a.m. So that's really hard. I like yeah, to work wow. out in the morning. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, I woke up at 3.50 because of baby. And <laughs> you're just like, dude, I got up 20 minutes later. It's whatever. And shut up. Yeah. Well, I, we only do it two times, two times a week to make sure sometimes we do it three, sometimes four, but, uh, it's just like when you work out early in the morning, it sets your whole day. You like you, you eat not good for breakfast. You eat good for lunch because you're like, man, I just worked out, you know? And, mm-hmm. And you just like, it, it starts a whole like health thing all day long. So that's why I like to work out in the mornings. What else am I going to do? Oh, one of the other big things I want to do is I'm going to be conscious of when my ego gets in the way. Like, gotcha. Did you read ego is the enemy? No, I haven't. Uh, heard of that, but I will. It's by Ryan holiday. I think uh-huh. he, he's written a couple other books. That I'm sure you have heard of. I just can't think of the titles right now, but I've heard, I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. It's just like, you, you stop learning stuff. Um, you don't take in new information. It leads to like arguments and despair. And like a lot of times you feel unworthy. So like I, I'm starting to become conscious of like when people start talking and I, I feel myself wanting to like roll my eyes or something, I'm, I'm just going to pause and just take it in and, and, you know, and just 
you know, taking other perspectives and, and shit. Um, yeah, it seems like a, a good thing to focus on. Uh, I'm working Pomodoros. I always, you know, sometimes I get out of the habit of working in Pomodoros, but Pomodoros to me are like focus and they help me a ton. So I'm, I'm going to read down my efforts and cause I, I work when I'm working on client work, I always work in Pomodoros, but when I work on my own stuff, mm-hmm. I stop and, uh, I, I'm going to keep that up. Um, oh, and speaking of Pomodoros right now, I work like an hour of focus work and then 10 minutes of, of break. And I want to get that up to two hours of focus work. I think you need to stop saying you work in Pomodoros. <laughs> Those well, are super long. Focus, focus timed intervals. Go, I, I'd yeah. rather say Pomodoros and focus timed intervals. You know, I don't, uh-huh. um, and then uh, the other thing that's really important that I found from last year, last year I got into like a real, real depression, really in a funk after like kinship stopped you know, broke up and, uh, not shipping chronic. And it's just, it was just a really Debbie downer time for me. It was really depressing. And, uh, one of the things, the other thing that depressed me is like, I lost a touch with like a lot of my friends, a lot of my Mm -hmm. close friends, like just family shit, you know, you stop talking to people and you don't hang out. And then when you're like depressed and shit, you don't really have anybody to talk to. So one of the things I'm, I'm focused on is like keeping those relationships and, making an effort to like call and text and do all that shit. So uh, I think that's real. I mean, I got a ton more, but that's, mm-hmm. that's all the, yeah, those are good. Those are good things to keep in mind uh, with the relationship stuff. And yeah. um, I think honestly working on your personality is what I would call the, the, the ego portion mm-hmm. uh, is something that people are just like, well, that's who I am. You know, the yeah. is kind of the excuse. And I'm like, that's false, man. You're, you're a fluid person. Like you can change. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody changes, whether you want to admit it or not, you change every day. So, so yeah, I think those are, those are good things. And uh, interestingly though, like keeping connections with people and those kind of things can help contribute to that. If the people you are connecting with or reconnecting with have characteristics that you want to pick up. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to have less of an ego or be a better listener, then hang around with people who don't have an ego or and are really good listeners. Yep. Um, yep. It just For naturally sure. happens. So sure. yeah, those are those are good. And I might have to to steal some of those. Mine should actually be I talk to friends and I leave my house. Yeah. Like it's I should important. add this to, <laughs> to my thing because I'm as it stands right now, it's like, dude, I I never leave the house for stuff. Like I left today to to go take a certification exam, but that's, yeah. that's uh once every six months. Or yeah. Something that's like the other that. thing too, is leaving my house. I'm, I'm going to start using uh, seed more. It's a co- local co-working space. Um, uh, I also might get a, a fancy office again. Um, the other thing I want to bring up too, like to track some of these, like, you know, like drink water three times a, a day and like work out twice a week. I use this mm-hmm. app called productive, which is kind of like the Jerry Seinfeld method of like crossing mm-hmm. out every day. So I found that really helpful uh, if anybody's looking for. Yeah, I think I, I have one called Momentum that I use. That's yeah, there's like 6,000 of, the, 6, yeah. of these. That one's nice because you could have it set to like, I want to do this thing uh, three times a week or whatever, yep. right? That's what, yeah, it, that's, yeah, that's what Productor does as nice. well. Yeah, And you can set like if you want to do it in the morning, afternoon. Mm-hmm. evening or anytime during the day or any number of times during did, the week. Did I ever tell you about that stint where I was super hydrated? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I was drinking 150 ounces of water a day. Um, <laughs> I went to the bathroom like every 15 minutes I felt like, but man, was I hydrated. Woo. Um, it, was, yeah. it was an interesting time. 
Yeah, I'm good at doing it in the morning, like drinking water in the morning. Um, like that's the first thing I do. And then like after the afternoon hits, I'm always drinking like Red Bull and bullshit. So that's what I'm going to do. All right. Well, sounds good. Yeah. Well, I, this is our longest podcast to date, I think, but I think what we talked about was pretty good and some of the stuff we had to obviously get out of the way, but, um, yeah, we're going to for sure record in two weeks, probably back to our normal recording time. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, cool. Well, I will uh, chat to you then. Sounds good. All right, man. Bye. Bye.